0: Welcome everyone to the Sickos Committee Podcast. This is our podcast for the evening of March 28th, 2023. This is our, I guess we don't sleep this week because there is basketball on, but we don't have to be quite as intense about it.
1: Well, I mean, I wouldn't consider what we saw between Wisconsin and, uh, you know, North Texas basketball, but you know.
0: Wisconsin did sleep. They were very, very sleepy.
2: (laughs) Took a solid nine minute nap there. Nine Nine and
1: a
0: half minutes of flat line.
1: Not nine and a half minutes, but. Nine minutes and eight seconds. Don't don't give. Oh my god! <laughs> give them extra twenty two seconds. Just Brian Ferentz I, could I, never. I, yeah, he could. Yeah, and here's I'm the thing. Sure he He's done it already. I was, it, yeah, he has. Go
0: Did North Texas? Score oh, that 100 South Dakota State game. They absolutely
2: nine had nine minutes scoreless in that game. Uh, oh, oh more sure. than that. Yep.
0: Yeah, like, did North did North Texas score like hundred points in those like nine minutes? No, they scored like ten. Wisconsin was playing great D North Texas wasn't hitting anything. It just stopped basketball ceased to happen.
3: 10 points is all you need Wisconsin thought scoring. You only need one
0: as one of the four most famous North Texas alums that you can think of. I like to say that I'm proud of my mean green, proud of them, proud of my boys. Uh, caca or whatever they say. I think their hand symbol is this. I'm not sure. I don't oh, it have an, I, like
1: something from the battle Hawks. Yeah, okay. I don't,
0: I don't have an alma mater <laughs> to sing. I don't know what that is. I definitely don't know what their fight song is. I was, a mu- I was a musician there, which makes it even funnier. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you don't know what that fight song is? And no, of course, I, a d- course I don't. I went to one game. I've been to one game there. It was at the old Fouts Field before they moved across the way. And I barely made it into the stadium because I was drunk at the tailgate.
3: Guys, I'm looking at the box score from the Iowa-South Dakota State game. Uh, i was first score was a field goal at 111 and then they didn't score again until 403 in the third quarter so yes yeah. well well more than nine minutes significantly uh, more than nine and, minutes. and
0: that's and that's just nine minutes of game time think about it think, or, think, or yeah, that's yeah. half of minutes of game time how many hours was that two minutes like, good
1: god I'm, I'm sure they I, I can almost like think that they they could have gone every single game this year with nine minutes in between scoring. Not well, I, mean, no, a I can, yeah, I can, I gotta, I can almost that say that, 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 that yeah. Up. I think that, that'd be a good search.
0: Well, before before Pit Girl gets mad at me, I'm going to do introductions. I will remember this time. <laughs> I huh, was just got you. to remind you. Got you. Yeah. I have with me Kamish, Spreadsheet Guru, Kevin, and Pick Girl. Pick Girl, how are you?
3: I'm good. I'm good. Uh, happy
0: Tuesday. Kevin, how are you, sir?
2: I am good. I had a soccer game rained out today, so I had extra time to go back and realize that I hadn't adequately prepared for my segment at the end as we just discussed but i went over it again and we're good to go <laughs> yeah.
3: imagine being prepared for this podcast ever <laughs> All right.
0: oh, hey, hey guys i have so many news clippings about 1945 temple it's gonna blow your fucking mind oh
2: my god i'm really <laughs> excited for this
0: <laughs> i also have a complete tangent from the 1945 yes. temple team just about Does... freshman procedures at temple in 45 it's
1: Oh, does it involve kazoos or maybe some celery?
0: No, no? unfortunately okay. not. Sorry. Kamish, <laughs> how are
1: you? I'm great. Speaking of soccer, uh, my my first youth you know, soccer coaching experience is, is going to be taking place with the five and six-year-olds on Friday. I really haven't been doing much whatsoever uh, to prepare. And then when I, I picked up my kiddo from school today, one of the parents of the the kids on the team just called, and I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> And she, the whole, the whole time was like, hi, I'm, I'm so-and-so. And you know, my, my daughter's on the team. I don't know if I said it, it's co-ed before, but it is a co-ed team, but she was like, they didn't have me registered correctly. And I'm all like, I don't even know how to use this website uh, for the, for the why to, to, to set this up. So I'm like scrambling, trying to figure out what I need to do and need to find this. She was like, she's just worried about being on the, uh, the team with her friend and I need to know if her friend is on the roster. So I'm scrambling through this website to try to find this to to satisfy uh, this parent. And I, you know, after maybe like a 10, 15 minute phone call, I find the information and and find out that they're on the team. I'm like, thank God, Uh, so crisis avoided. But I see that every single parent, as I'm on the website, every single parent has tried to like, I guess like follow my profile on this wire website. Uh And I'm like, oh shit, I haven't even looked at this at all. So I'm like, oh, my God. So I create a profile. I upload a profile pic. I send an email to everybody. It's like, hey, we got a game Friday night, blah, blah, blah. We'll do this. And then I I email them my phone number. Apparently, I send this email twice. uh, On point.
0: On point. Bravo.
1: And then after I do that, I get three text messages from the parents. And I'm like, oh, God. That was a mistake. (laughs) But I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, I'm Coach. Coach Commish.
0: If you think this is bad, just wait till wait till the press gets to you after your first game. Definitely, it's it's not gonna go well. I'm, I've been <laughs> watching
1: videos for like drills uh, to what to what to like t- teach You're these. going YouTube
0: folks. this? Jesus, oh, no, okay. no, seriously,
1: this is what the Y gives you. They give you some app. It's called Mojo, and it has like drills to teach the kids. So like, I'm I'm having to do this. I'm gonna have to channel in my high school days of playing soccer. Um, <laughs> my like, this is not gonna go well. But I'm just gonna try to stay positive throughout it and, and I' as the days approach to Friday evening, um, you know <laughs> I'm getting more and more nervous. Um, I do have a whistle. I don't know if I'll use it, but I did no. just get a whistle. So yeah there we I, I'm go. excited for that. I have full oh,
3: faith in you and in all the littles. I live across the street from a public park and there is like even smaller than that, like soccer shots starting up back again. And I can, I can see the park at my window. And my favorite thing is seeing a horde of three-year-olds all chasing the ball.
2: Oh, u five soccer yeah. is the most love adorable thing ball. in the world. I love oh, it, it so much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for either you to be commish, to be very all positive, all good vibes or to start breaking clipboards over your knee? Either way.
1: I really don't know how that's going to go. I'm like the why we had to sit in like a Zoom call last week. And they just wanted to be like, "It's everybody's here to have fun. This is not serious. Nobody's getting a scholarship or anything like that. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I get that. I get that. They don't even want you to talk to the ref. Uh, like they don't want you to say good call ref. Uh, <laughs> in like the In the code of conduct or whatever. They don't want you to say good call ref because like you don't need to say that because they 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 have already made a good call you do not need to confirm that it comes across as sarcastic and i'm like uh, oh god what did i get myself into <laughs> i am not ready for this i'll definitely be reading some inverting the triangle literature to try yep, to figure like out it. and and definitely try to figure out how to how to basically play from the back with the kiddos and uh we'll, we'll do some more terminology and I, I probably need to watch uh, the Ted Lasso Season 3. I haven't started yet, so maybe I you need do. to get some some positivity going here. That's right.
0: First thing we want to talk about, I believe, is what you call the thing you put on your back. Because Commission and <laughs> his child are having issues. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is funny to me because I have a lot of... I grew up in New Orleans, like, sayings. Like, we, we say certain things a certain way. And now I'm in Texas, which, I mean, I'm in San Antonio. It's It's really... You know, Texas—they have their own Texasisms and there's certain different ways that you say certain different words. Like in New Orleans, like we would always say instead of like going grocery shopping or something like that, you know, like we we we're going to make we're making groceries, or like we don't call it like a shopping cart; we call it a, a buggy. Oh yeah, like little tiny things like that. And so my I can't get out of those habits. So growing up, anytime I'd go to school, I'd grab my my book bag or a booksack. Whatever you want to call it. And and I would go to school. It was always a book bag or a book sack. My my kiddo, he's he gets mad at me every time I say that, and he's like, It's a backpack. It's a backpack. <laughs> and so now I'm starting to do that like sarcastically to yeah, yeah, just yeah. lean to get, into a, get a little get a little reaction out of him. And then, you know, I think I tweeted it this morning on on the personal account, but uh, it, it was kind of Does anybody else do this? Or is it just me? And is this just a Louisiana
0: thing? It is a backpack. I like rucksack just for like flavor, but that is a very European way to say it.
3: Yeah, that one That one gives me, like, camping vibes. I think book bag is acceptable. My dad is from Chicago by way of Atlanta. They moved to Atlanta in 1978 when he was in high school. So I don't know how much of the book bag thing is my dad having picked that up in the, like, greater South. Because I don't think people, like, I grew up in Pennsylvania. I don't think most people say that. But it doesn't, it's not, like, wildly out of the realm of things people say.
0: Windsor word for backpack and see what I get. <laughs> It's still I was, backpack. I was going to
2: say, it's always been backpack for me. Book bag was not uncommon in Mississippi. I have never heard book sack before.
0: Yeah, I haven't heard that one either. I guess I would have used book bag, but book sack. It makes me think of walking out of H-E-B with a paper bag of books. Mm. Like, oh, it's my book sack. That's what it makes me think of.
3: I was picturing so, like, like Santa tote bag, but with books in it, like the like yeah, It feels like it in needs in a
0: drawstring, like a, like a, yes. like a bindle, a book.
1: Bendel. Not
3: exactly. <laughs> yeah, I do like that idea. So there's though. a
1: French word. There's a French word. Uh, I, I can't even say it like sac au droit. So it's a French phrase for backpack. So I guess maybe that's where the book sack came from. I have no idea, but uh, my French sense. accent is, it's, it's pretty bad. It's just something that I, I didn't realize. And I can't I can't break that it's ingrained in me to say that. Yeah. So it's just it's just funny to me now, even though I know my, my kiddo hates it. And it's just something to push his button. So being a little <laughs> being a little a little fun dad here.
0: I got your next thing, though. Little card attached to his bag that says yeah. kids names book bag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> First, he needs to be able to be fully reading. He's still learning. You know he, he's got a site where it's going, so yeah, he's, yeah, fully, yeah. he's He's getting there. Oh, he'll Play learn those. One when you put one on, on there. Oh yeah, he'll also, learn book
0: <laughs>
3: You handshake me my mom, who grew up in Connecticut. We lived in Lancaster County my entire childhood. We moved there when I was five. She still pronounces it. They've moved, they've since my parents have since moved back to Massachusetts. My mom pronounced it the entire time and still pronounces it Lancaster. She knows better and still does it.
0: <laughs> I mean, knows better and still does it is sort of my whole mantra. So I feel like we get along just great. <laughs> yeah,
1: probably. There's like Cajun country out in Louisiana and they, there's like that weird Cajun French in like the book sack or something, maybe like Vidalia, uh, Louisiana, you would say something like that, uh, you know, book sack, backpack. Uh, I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. It says Cajun for, for backpack.
0: There you, <laughs> there you go i would so imagine I, I would imagine yeah. out, out out in like out in like louisiana country it'd be like a book of sack or like or sack out book
3: <laughs> i'm imagining cocho saying book sack
0: yeah book sack
1: my mama said that we're gonna have to get our book sack because the alligator is on red Yep, that's <laughs> and that's where we put his toothbrush in i don't know
0: Okay, you know what? Actually, all of a sudden, this all makes sense now. Yeah,
1: this is working.
0: <laughs> this is working.
1: This <laughs> coach, oh, I got to get my book set.
0: Go, go to Natchitoches, Louisiana. <laughs> that word came up again, and I still was like, Natchitoches? Natchito- I still I still couldn't get it.
1: Yeah, when we do the Louisiana pronunciation game, I'm going to... No, whatever. Done. I, I'm just, basically, I'm just going to show a word, and then y'all go for it. And then honestly, I'll probably get some wrong, and then we'll get some feedback in the podcast too. Even though I, um, I don't, I don't even know all of them.
0: I'm just gonna say that. So we do have a little baba basketball. Besides, UNT's win over Wisconsin.
2: Bubba, bubba, basketball. Gimme, gimme, gimme the ball because I'm.
0: We do have our women's final four. I didn't realize that all three women's final four games were being played in the same city. Hmm. They're all in Dallas. D1, D2, D3. Oh, wow. Uh, all levels? All levels are being played in Dallas this year as part of the title, uh, title nine 50th anniversary. So, yeah. So, I cool. I may go actually go see some of the D3 games, D2 games, because those are way easier to get into. Because the mm-hmm. D1 games uh, can't fucking mm-hmm. buy those tickets because they're expensive as hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, this
2: first one is going to be a banger. Like, I would, I would believe that one sold out.
0: Uh, LSU, Virginia Tech.
2: No, no, sorry, not first chronologically. It's... First, like listed in the upper half of the bracket. That I'm oh
0: yes, I- I was, <laughs> Iowa, South Carolina is going to be an absolute banger. That's gonna.
1: Man, yeah. that's gonna be fun. Like you know, basically you have the star women's basketball. I mean, every team has a star, honestly, in the Final Four. It's it's amazing. I cannot remember the Virginia Tech name. Uh, it's oh, it's it is Georgia Amore, Amore Georgia. So their first name was was I knew there was a Georgia involved in there, but she was amazing last night. Fantastic to beat Ohio State, and it's the first time the Virginia Techs ever made it to the Final Four. So we're we're big fans of of teams making it to the Final Four. Uh, for the first time this year apparently because we have three on the men's side and one on the women's side so this should be this should be fun i'm really curious to see what caitlin clark can do against south carolina and their defense that's the reigning champion they're going to go back to back they're undefeated i cannot wait to see what happens there that's going to be a huge game and that's why tickets are like, what, like over 300 some odd 400 it's, to get in? It's crazy. In the American Airlines arena. And then the LSU and Virginia Tech game, I have a feeling that's going to be another one of those knockdown, dragout drag-out fights a little bit. Oh, 100%. Uh, I feel like that's LSU style, I guess. That's going to be some interesting basketball. If LSU can score, maybe they can keep up with Virginia Tech, but...
0: I do want to give a shout-out to on the D3 side of things for the women's bracket. The championship game is going to be held at the American Airlines Center, where the... Mavs play Christopher Newport is playing to get one of the few instances of winning the men's and women's in the same year because Christopher Newport won the men's bracket this year Ooh. and against them is a school that we all have a friend that went to it's trans- it's Transylvania. Oh, and our good friend Arch is an alumnus of Transylvania. Oh, hey. So mm. we have we have uh, blood on both sides of this thing. Transylvania beat Smith in the semifinal. How dare they women's finals should be great. Everyone's already complaining about, oh, no one's going to watch the men's final this year. Man, you know what? Who the, like, are you a TV executive? Who the fuck cares?
3: I also don't, uh, to, to lightly borrow from friend of the show, Alex Kirshner's Twitter feed, I don't 100% buy that because most people don't really pay attention to college basketball until March anyway, and they're paying attention to college basketball in March because they want to see the upsets. So, like, this is, this is the outcome of the upsets. You should also be interested in that
0: or or you do what i do and we just reseed every round like i like i want to it seems mm. so disgusting to uh, stop making everyone makes fucking faces at me andrew thinks i'm a fucking heretic he's ready to burn me at the stake <laughs> no we just reseed every round it's fine it's wonderful
3: uh... That Alternatively,
2: don't fun. play the games and just dump it all into an algorithm and crown a champion. Like if you're upset okay. about, if you're unhappy with the upsets, just do the math and don't play the games. Like, yeah, I'm, also, really ha- I'm also happy Don't complain about having BCS an eight seed great. in your
0: final four. If VCS was you're amazing, the what games. are you talking about? VCS <laughs> <laughs> was great. VCS <laughs> was fine. We never had problems with the VCS.
1: Totally never fine. had a
0: problem with the BCS, right? Never. Everybody was...
1: in Stillwater looks at me.
0: We do have a brief football moment for today the pit receiver core
3: yes um yes per per pit receiver bub means the receiver core is now calling themselves waffle house because they're always open which is great love that very very clever awesome love it one small problem with this there is no waffle house in pittsburgh the nearest waffle house is i believe it's in washington county it's not close i briefly considered finding someone to drive me to it when we were in college. because I was like describing it to people, they had never been there. There's one literally across the street from my office in Harrisburg, there's one in Carlisle, but for some reason Western PA is just like Waffle House dead zone. So I would like to take a moment to use this platform to formally ask Waffle House to put a franchise within reasonable walking distance of the University of Pittsburgh and then do the best NIL deal of all time.
0: You would make a million dollars at this Waffle House.
3: Yes. Oh my god it it would make if they put it in oakland it would make so much money because there are no 24-hour diners
0: what was your 24-hour diner there
3: isn't one the closest thing is there's a there's a mcdonald's on forbes that gets that's open until like four and it gets real weird on weekends after yeah. like 11.
0: <laughs> kamish what was your 24-hour diner?
1: waffle house yeah it was, it was waffle house in west monroe so you had to cross the washita river to get to the Waffle House in West Monroe. I think it was off of Thomas Road, off the top of my head. That was basically the spot to go to. Uh, There was a couple of other spots you could hit up. Man, there was one, like, right off of uh, Desiard Road. I cannot remember the name of it because I I only showed up at at 3 a.m. there. I I cannot remember, (laughs) like, remember the name of the place. But it was a breakfast place, and it was amazing. It was, I think it was at the corner, like, North 18th and Desiard. I don't even know if it still exists. I'd have to... I'd have to look it up, but yeah, it was a breakfast place, and it was just, it was just packed. 3 a.m. Fun row, baby. I, I will say we don't have a waffle house in San Antonio. I am, I am upset about that. Yeah. We don't have one. The nearest one is in Austin, uh, which is some bull. I am upset at Waffle House. We actually have a Twitter account that anytime somebody says the phrase Waffle House in San Antonio, it searches and <laughs> it will find you and like your tweet and likely retweet it because the name <laughs> of the account is at Waffle House in S.A. And they really want a Waffle House in San Antonio. I think that was like a like a couple years back. Waffle House did like a poll between like San Antonio College Station and then there was another city. They were like indicating that they were gonna give a Waffle House to the winner of this poll. What happened is College Station won it, of course. Yeah. And you know them being in the SEC, they they were like, we're gonna get a Waffle House. Well, uh, the only thing that Waffle House did was send like a food truck there.
0: Oh. And
1: they never oh. opened up a Waffle oh. House, so, oh. so the AM fans are, are still furious about
0: that. Uh, Kevin, what was your diner?
2: There were a few in South Bend, but I was and always will be a Nick's Patio guy.
0: Uh, mine was called The Fort. It was a truck stop off I-89, about 10 minutes from <laughs> campus. Open 24 hours a day. They made cruller french toast and they would toast muffins for you. Oh. And they were always so kind to drunk ass like frat boys. It was so <laughs> they were they were the nicest people on earth.
3: I do feel like I should take this moment to plug also for the, the more famous Pittsburgh diner, but it is not open 24 hours, which is Pamela's. Pamela's is a local chain famous for their pancakes. They are cash only and all of the restaurants are themed. I've only ever been to the one in Oakland. That one's board game themed. And so there's just like board game stuff all over the wall. Nice. It's pretty good. Bradley. I, I would recommend it.
0: Kevin, are you going to walk us through the U S open cup? I would really
2: like to, cause please do some fascinating stuff going on this weekend
0: (laughs) let me give a little bit of background on just what open cups are if our listeners don't know I don't know so please do the most famous of which is the FA Cup okay the FA Cup these are knockout tournaments most countries have these they are separate soccer tournaments from like the usual the top League all plays each other twice and then you decide who the winner is there's this separate thing that happens during the season where It's basically a giant knockout tournament in England. It starts with the teams in like the 16th tier where it's just like some dudes playing together on a Saturday afternoon. And theoretically, if you win enough games, you could be playing Arsenal at Wembley on a Saturday. Like that's the whole point is that it is a very egalitarian thing. And the U.S. has had this one forever through MLS, through all these versions of bullshit American soccer. This thing has existed since I think the early 1900s. I can't remember when. But yeah, it is, Um, it it is
2: 1914 was the first year it was founded. It is old. Yeah. So yeah, like Jordan alluded to there, it's the oldest soccer tournament in the US. It was started in 1914. They played 106 straight years of this tournament and then did not play in 2020. This year, there were a hundred teams in the qualifying round of the tournament, most of whom are amateur or semi pro teams that had qualified through winning their respective Leagues. Yeah.
0: Sorry. For comparison, uh, the FA cup starts with 729 teams Yes. just to give you an idea about like scale and how crazy English soccer is. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yes.
2: it largely works the same way where in theory you could have a team full of plumbers playing like DC United in two weeks. The round that was played last week was the official first round of the tournament and it had the remaining 28 amateur teams were all playing and the winners of those games advance to play 14 teams from the professional leagues in the US. The furthest advancing team from each lower division gets $25,000, which is, you know, pretty awesome considering how many different lower divisions there are in this. The only lower division as in non-MLS team to win the tournament since the founding of MLS was the fabulously named Rochester Rhinos yeah, in rhinos.
0: 1999.
2: Sadly, the rhinos no longer exist due to some financial hardships and Jamie Vardy shenanigans. Um, oh. Oh. What? It's oh, I see thing. it.
1: It's a thing. Okay. It's a whole yeah. thing. All
2: right. Yeah, there, there's a lot there that we don't have time to go into right yeah. now. That would, be,
1: yeah, that would be... As soon as you, as soon a soon a as you said Jamie Vardy... No um, yeah, that's a story for another time. Yeah.
2: Some of the more noteworthy results from... Uh, last week's first round as pertained to our interests in the weird and wonderful, we had El Farolito. I hope I'm pronouncing that right
0: sure, absolutely. from make. San
2: Francisco who play in the national premier soccer league, which is generally acknowledged to be like the fourth tier of American soccer won three, nothing after extra time over international San Francisco. And for you non-soccer people. Extra time means it was tied at the end of regulation. So, so they got three
0: minutes. They got three goals in the last 30.
2: Not only did they get three goals Ooh. in the last 30, they got three goals in the last 30 down a man because they yes. got a red card in the 85th minute. So pulling that pulling that 11th player off the field was ripping the restrictor plate off and they just banged in three in overtime <laughs> and they advance <laughs> and they will play uh, the Oakland Roots of the USL Championship. Uh, next month,
1: I actually looked at the the spelling of this, and you said L Ferrolito. I th- I thought it, it was like Will Ferrolito. but um, <laughs> <Nope>. just, <laughs> I just I just heard the L part, but I thought I heard Will because I, I was I was looking <laughs> up the the Rochester Rhinos logo that I just bubbled. Oh, it's but, great!
2: Uh, <laughs> Rochester so, Rhinos were founded as the Rochester Raging Rhinos, by the Even, way, because uh, everything in '90s soccer was as 90s as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Extreme! Yes. Appalachian FC, also of the National Premier Soccer League, played North Carolina Fusion's U-23 team. It's Appalachian FC's first time participating in the tournament. They went up 2-0, Fusion equalized, and then Appalachian won 3-0 in penalty kicks, which is the shortest possible penalty shootout you can have.
0: Let's say, how do you get 3-0 on... So someone, so they missed the, did they just miss three penalties? That's it, it?
2: It's yeah. It's best of five for the initial right. round of penalties. So app made their first three and, and fusion missed, missed their the first, three. first three and everybody went home
0: three penalties.
2: I would have to look it up again. I don't remember if they were saved or missed.
0: I got to but... look. I'll, I'll find it later. Cause that's just
3: i would just like Uh, to to interrupt briefly because i have hastily googled the logo for i suspect it's pronounced appalachian because they're in boone um and also generally speaking but i've hastily googled the logo uh please check the discord for something delightful
1: hey that's the guy from the jack links beef jerky commercials yes
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's beef squatch. what the fuck? beef beef (laughs) squatch. that's amazing Oh, their uniforms are great too holy shit everything about this club is great oh yeah they they had a few
2: other logos that popped up in the article i was reading about Uh, it also
0: in that also dropped in the discord for you guys we got a mascot shot load faster please oh my god oh god yes god! another one that says time to get squatchy (laughs) let's get squatchy guys it looks like he he looks like he's
1: related to harry and the hendersons
0: is squatchy one of the words one of our followers suggested to say in this episode squatchy squatchy was not
1: suggested uh, i've already said the word that, it, yeah, that I, I chose but that. you can say whatever you know I'm gonna, was...
0: say, I'm gonna say squatchy i used the word nibbling in class today and i've used oh. it a bunch of times because no one knew what nibbling meant so i kept leaning into it so now i'm gonna use squatchy all night to mean different things though squatchy Man, it's, it's hot in here like i'm feeling squatchy <laughs>
3: Squatch. It's actually a good adjective for that feeling.
0: It is. God, I'm feeling squatch. God, these pants are really warm. I'm feeling squatchy down there. Is that
1: really the one of the words they suggested? But chill. no, I don't
0: know. I was gonna keep saying <laughs> it out. I love it. I, there
2: there were a lot of replies in there and I didn't get through all of them, so it's entirely possible. I
1: just mentioned the one that was related to an onion. So Oh yes. uh, that's yeah, and you then did. I, I did say it because it was a town in Louisiana too, so there you go. I
0: yeah. I go was gonna
1: there. ask because that's
2: not how I have always heard that word pronounced. I need I have to throw no in. There.
0: I need to throw in the old Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like you said the word. Ah! You said the
1: word. Ah! <laughs> you said squatchy. Ah! <laughs> uh, you said Vidalia.
0: Okay, Kevin. What else we got? Sorry. Keep right, um... he, keep he, you. <laughs> oh
2: <my laughs> no, God. it's fine. That's what this program's for. Yes. <laughs> um manhattan fc of the usl second tier which is actually their third tier, uh because it's championship usl one and usl two okay. it's like the english one okay yeah, yeah. yes um oh. Oh my God. defeated the npsl defending champs fc motown which is the marks the second straight year that a first time open cup participant has knocked out the npsl champions in the <laughs> first round of this tournament <laughs> no. wow well, Oh, uh, so
1: I, I Googled the word Squatchy.
0: Yeah.
1: And oh, no. then I found an image. Go ahead and uh, look into the, the chat.
0: There oh, we wow. go. Yep. That's Squatchy. Oh, all right. Excellent.
3: <laughs> that's
0: how my He's real Squatchy.
3: Right how I'm Can we what if him? gritty,
2: but too much? Yeah. Exactly. It. the des moines menace be Beeman united three nothing um this wasn't particularly interesting i just want to appreciate the spectacular name that is
1: des moines menace the des moines menace he strikes from the, the cornfields and the
3: des moines uh,
0: they menace will actually logo be host- like we made it
3: actually
0: the They'll logo actually be- does it's it's super 90s <laughs> our oh, our
3: super. graphic design is our passion oh wait <laughs> i got
1: you oh my god oh Ooh. yeah yep it's wonderful <laughs> No, that
2: that's a that's a uh, backyard sports create a team logo for sure. Des Moines will actually host their next round game against a personal favorite of mine, Chattanooga FC. We have another spectacular name in uh, Tulsa FC won one nothing over the Brazos Valley Cavalry, um, which I think is just great. And
0: wait, are they Texan?
2: Yeah, yeah uh, okay. I would assume yeah, given Brazos Valley, but
0: yeah, okay, they're they're in Bryan. Okay, cool.
1: They didn't uh, they didn't call the Calvary.
0: Okay, they played <laughs> a place called Edible Field. No, <laughs> renamed with sponsorship by Edible Arrangements. That's less interesting than I thought it would be. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh... this
3: is not some sort of like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory situation where you oh. can lick the wall and it tastes like smosberries. No,
0: I was there's, I, there's I was no assuming, I was assuming it was some CDB CBD company. <laughs> Or no, it's, it's not in, in texas
1: It's in Brian, right next to College Station. No way That's in hell. True, yeah. <laughs> no way in hell. No way. That makes sense. Edible Arrangements Field.
0: No, not no. It's not called Edible Arrangements I Field. Know. It's called <laughs> Edible Field. But, yeah, Just there's so we're a clear.
3: Wikipedia page for it. You can search Edible Field in Wikipedia, and it will come up. Nope. <laughs> All
0: right,
2: and the re- the thing that inspired this entire segment, uh my own Jacksonville Armada making their triumphant return to this tournament. We're tied 1-1 with Miami United FC after extra time. The game is tied 1-1 at the end of regulation. And much like the first game we mentioned, the Armada also had a player sent off with a red card in the 83rd minute. Not nice. just any player, but the the player who had scored their goal to that point. Oh. Sure. They go to extra time. Armada hold Unlike El Farolito, do not score three goals down a man, but also don't give up a goal. So this game goes to penalty kicks, where both teams made their first seven kicks. Oh, both teams missed their eighth, meaning it's tied seven-seven going into oh, no. the ninth round of penalty kicks.
0: Oh no! Both teams make going.
2: their ninth kick. Oh shit! So it's tied eight-eight. Oh.
0: So you have to go to. The keepers. So the keepers, keepers
2: are now oh. taking penalties.
0: Oh, <laughs> oh god. Best.
2: Jacksonville keeper Nicholas Rule comes out, lines up his kick and scores, and then has to immediately go in goal. And he saves the shot from Miami FC's Miami United's keeper, and Jacksonville wins the game and advances to play another Miami team in two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Because all of these things are very,
1: very regional.
2: I really want to know. I
1: really want to know what an armada out of Jacksonville <laughs> would look like. Is it just nothing but jet skis?
3: Yes.
2: Uh, it's Did because you... of the like heavy naval presence here. I, I know. Um, yes. But yes, you're not wrong. I'm very, very happy to have the armada back. They've been absent for a few years. The the next games I've been randomly saying times throughout this whole thing please leave them in they've all been wrong the second round is played april 5th and 6th so it's uh gonna be the end of next week there is one team that has already advanced through the second round due to a forfeit and that is the local team of one of the members of this call the pittsburgh Riverhounds.
3: river hounds ah. <laughs> Riverhounds co-riverhounds <laughs> they were really nice field it's on the south side right along mon Pitt has not recently but when i was in school they played the spring game there a couple times and the lacrosse team plays there
1: the only reason i kind of know about this one is, is san antonio fc uh they they won the usl last year uh so the united states soccer league and uh they we, we we tend to go to some of these like the stadium is so small like there's not a bad not a bad
0: oh it's a good stadium s-
1: seat in the house. And if, like, the ball goes out of play, like, it's coming in the stands. Like, for, like, a throw-in, it's coming in the stands. It's, it's, if you're, like, in the, the first 10 rows, you get a heads up. If it's coming out of play, it's coming in the stands.
0: Since we're on soccer talk before we go into Mississippi trivia, can I give a shout-out to my Gibraltar team? Uh, the Euro qualifiers are coming up, and so that means everyone in UEFA plays. UEFA covers from Iceland to Kazakhstan, from Finland to to Israel basically. It's a lot, it's a big area for UEFA. And they have micronations and not just micronations, they have parts of different countries as well. Mm -hmm. So Gibraltar is a British overseas territory that's going to be wrong and someone's going to yell at me of (laughs) the United Kingdom. That's probably wrong as well, because I don't remember what those like layers are. Uh they there's also a national team for the Faroe Islands, another favorite of mine. You nailed that by the way. Oh did I? Yes. Oh, thank God. I was so worried. Uh, I want to so. Gibraltar. Okay, the Gibraltar national team played Netherlands. Netherlands is ranked sixth in FIFA. Okay, Gibraltar is two hundred. So you figured this game's going to go rough. I will say that at halftime, it wasn't too bad. It was it was one zero, and it felt like this was within reach things then got out of hand i don't know if you all saw it saw it but i want you to guess how many total shots netherlands took at the gibraltar goal in the game
1: i i I know because i was i was following it along because i i love international soccer when when this stuff happens this is my one of my one of my sickos things too i i really love the tiny countries and i wasn't able to follow this live but i did see the shot map
2: that you posted but i didn't see the stats and just with what's in my head i'm going to say 27.
3: i accidentally spoiled it for myself i also saw the shot map it's a lot
0: it's so many it was 52.
2: oh so many so exact almost double what i said almost (laughs) exactly double yeah Uh,
0: they had 19 corners expected goals were uh five goals they only won 3-0 and that's thanks to the and wall, the rock uh, goal. <laughs> uh, I also want to mention that accurate passes, Netherlands, 693. Gibraltar accurate passes 54. Ouch.
2: Ouch. Yeah, double digits on that is... It's, it's, it's
0: rough.
3: Per ESPN, Netherlands had 48 48- shots on goal but only 11 on target so uh
0: well then barely
3: volume shooting works (laughs) i
0: guess the best is if you look at the game film and i don't recommend you do it it's just every gibraltar white jersey in their own box trying to stop things for 90 minutes that was the game (laughs) (laughs) i'm pretty sure that the netherlands keeper could have fucked off and it would have been fine i do want to shout out one of my favorite players Pit girl saw a picture of him earlier because I posted it. I want to shout out Roy Cipollina. Roy Cipollina is the Gibraltar captain. He's 40 years old. He's a customs agent in Gibraltar. Plays for the Lincoln Redims, which are the Gibraltarian champions. And he is the epitome of just a guy. Like He has played professional soccer his entire life. I'm going to drop a picture in the chat in case we saw it.
3: Oh my gosh. This picture is is like the most guy.
0: He is just a guy. Now I will show a picture of him in his slightly younger days, even though he is a guy, he is jacked as fuck. He's Jack dad. Oh my God. Okay. So, so let's, so he, he is, he is dad, but he is Jack dad. And understatement of the year. And this dude, this 40 year old customs agent in Gibraltar. Shows up to play Netherlands, Germany, all of these other teams. He's 40 years old and he shows up to take these ass kickings and just has fun with it. There's plenty of pictures of him like high fiving all these very famous players. Like he knows them, life is good. And he is just a guy. And I fucking love that. Ultimate it makes Sica. me so happy. Just Shout guys, out to Roy Chablina. Love it.
1: Guys being dudes
0: living on Gibraltar. Right. Being a customs agent. And then Dude, just driving doing down to the pitch.
3: Your ass is kicked by the Netherlands.
0: <laughs> Jack Dad. Incredibly Jack Dad. I love it. I hope he never retires. Play football till you're 60. Who are they going to replace you with?
3: That's true. I yeah.
0: mean, there Pop- is already
1: like a 55-year-old Japanese guy still playing.
0: Population of Gibraltar is only like 33,000. There's no one to replace you with, my man. You're fine.
3: Yeah, 34,003 per 2020.
0: So. And if you think about half of that are men. What mm-hmm. percentage of that is over the age of 16? Mm-hmm. No one to replace you. You're fine. Keep going. Gibraltarian census tables. Oh, that's Jesus Christ. Google is <laughs> about to implode on you. It's like when I was looking, it was like when I was looking up Temple University newspaper 1945, and Google was just like, Whoa, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> Having a party there today, sir. Also, everyone got super excited tonight about Argentina. Like, oh, Messi got a, a hat trick. You know who Argentina played tonight? Was it Guiana? No, it was Curaçao. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, they played oh, Curaçao. No. Curaçao is an island in the Kingdom of the Netherlands. The bigger population, I thought, over 100,000 people. But, okay, let's all hold our horses here, Argentina. I'm glad you won. It's Curaçao. It was his 100th goal for Argentina, too. So, okay. So, after all we got the soccer stuff out of our system, <laughs> We now have a Mississippi test to go through, and I'm excited about this. Kevin, walk us through this.
2: So this was inspired by the Pennsylvania game that Pit Girl and Beth put together last week. Um, I was listening to that and was like, I can do this in Mississippi because there's a lot of fun places in Mississippi. And I was not prepared for how many fun names I was going to find. Mm-hmm. I could always probably have, do It's always fun
1: these. until you get in there and
0: then you're like, oh no. <laughs>
1: I, I am going to say that, you know, since I lived next door to Mississippi, I, I don't know if y'all need to like dock me points or put a handicap on my score or something, because I, I spent a good bit of time in Mississippi, which it doesn't guarantee that I'll win this at all. But I, I just want to say just because I was right right yeah. near, you know, Mississippi growing up a lot and then and going to school in Monroe. I, I drove through a lot of Mississippi towns just to get to Monroe. You know, there was not a direct highway from New Orleans to Monroe so i had to go through like i-55 so i am okay. well aware so you you, of
0: pl- you play there, and then- there's
2: a lot of delta towns on here so you'll probably okay. have some places you've been you, you right?
0: play and then i will decide at the end how many points to dock you okay i'll be very honest about it don't worry
3: also to be clear to the listener <laughs> i was chuckling while Kamish was talking because jordan started drawing up the scoreboard and was reading just like so so big so I big <laughs>
0: I had Don't the wrong need- brush, okay? This is my one of my, my drawing programs. I had like a... To put,
3: you've also neglected to give Kevin, Kevin a, cor- uh, a Kevin spot on the scoreboard. Yes. Yeah, Because if he stumps us, he gets points. I believe
2: Kamish is our reigning champion from the Pennsylvania yes. game. Uh, I will give you the choice of the first category then. Would you like things that can't sound like kazoo or right. Catholicism?
0: we're
1: already great we're already great we're going here. so things that sound like kazoo i'm going with that i mean I, i'm hyped for kazoos and i was hoping that jordan would put kazoo sounds in the kazoo <laughs> i, I sound forgot science i said i sent i, I, I sent me a
0: message and i forgot it my bad that was can brutal. you
1: like just kazoo my voice up i don't know if there's like a kazoo filter betcha you, I
0: bet you I can <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> is that what a kazoo sounds like to you it's i, I, never I don't have you ever heard a kazoo I couldn't even do you it. you ever sorry. heard of a fucking kazoo before? Yes, I've heard
1: a kazoo, <laughs> but it's hard to make a kazoo sound without a kazoo.
0: It's just. I can't even do it. Man. I need the kazoo. <laughs> fucking Tim Allen sound over here. What the fuck is. huh?
2: <laughs> Things that sound like. kazoo. Ca- kazoo and this will work the same way as the one from two weeks ago for anyone who didn't listen to that episode one you should um it's titled blue ball pennsylvania and you'll find out why um but yes it's phenomenal i have not laughed that hard in a very long time i'm going to give a list of city names here one of them is not a city in mississippi it may be a city somewhere else or it may be something i entirely made up but let's go. Things that sound like Kazoo, Kalamazoo, Kaziosco, and Yazoo City.
3: I know the answer to this one.
0: Kalamazoo is in another state. I know that.
2: There is a Kalamazoo in another state.
0: I think Kalamazoo is not a Mississippi city. I
1: What's
0: also the, think... Oh, I'm sorry.
1: Go what ahead. Is, what is the other one uh, besides Kalamazoo?
2: Kaziosco and Yazoo City.
1: Uh, I'm going to go Kaziesco. Uh Kalamazoo uh, is not Mississippi.
2: Yeah, that's a point for Jordan and Pit Girl. Kalamazoo yeah, it's not. It's like not K-U-Z- my Z- best Z- lie. I literally Z- wrote that up when we were talking about
0: Yuzu earlier. City. <laughs> Yuzu City? Yazoo. Spelled exactly
2: like, like Kazoo.
0: Mm-hmm. Yazoo. <laughs> or-
3: Literally the only reason I know Kosciuszko, Mississippi exists is because my dad briefly lived there and it's named <laughs> after the, it's named after the like Polish American Revolutionary War General Kazuszko, but it's pronounced Kosciuszko because of course is it is.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I did not
2: know that's where it came from, but yeah, it's, I don't know. We had two people get it right. I wasn't prepared. Oh, pick uh, girl. I, okay. Pit girl. Pit girl. Would you like animals or full cast hosts?
3: Full cast hosts.
2: We have Holly Springs, Kirkville, And Knox Hall.
3: Oh, those all sound real. Um, What was the last one?
0: Knox Hall. I think Knox Hall is fake.
3: I'm gonna say Holly Springs is fake. I'm gonna say Kirkville.
2: Uh it's another point for Jordan with Knox Hall. It's just something I entirely made up. I spent so long trying to find if there was any Hall anywhere in the state of Mississippi, and there is
0: not. (laughs) This is how the last game started too. I jumped out ahead by two and then just got crushed, so I'm feeling good. (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm way behind. I'm going to lose like my Louisiana credit is, is going down, but
0: Where yeah, go.
2: whatever. Holly Springs is about half an hour north of Oxford. And I believe Kirkville is outside of Tupelo. I just found it when I was scrolling around zoomed in really far and it was like, oh, I can make a category out of
0: that. There you
2: go. <laughs> I want it. Plant parts or the Pacific theater.
0: Pacific theater, please. <laughs> For 200. Oh my God. We
2: have enterprise midway. Pearl Harbor and Rising Sun.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Hold up. <laughs> I think Pearl Harbor, Mississippi is fake.
3: I think Rising Sun, Mississippi is fake.
0: Oh, you know,
1: this, this hurts me because, like, I know that there's a town that has Pearl in the name. I know it off, off, off the top of my head, and it's really bugging me because the border between Louisiana and, and, and Mississippi is separated by the Pearl River. So it's just like, oh my God, is it, I, I don't remember. I know there's like Pearl River. I know there's, but Pearl Harbor. Oh.
0: I know there's a Pearl Mississippi I, because they had to cancel baseball game there tonight. Well,
1: that's true also. Yes, uh, because the sod <laughs> came up, which was great. That minor league team is definitely not ready. The season's a yeah. week away. Uh, lovely. I, I got to go with Rising Sun. I, I don't think I've ever heard that. Pearl
2: Harbor was the fake town in Mississippi. Ooh, there what? is a Pearl Mississippi. There is Another not one. a Pearl Harbor.
1: Okay.
3: There,
2: not only yeah. is there a Rising Sun Mississippi, there is a Sunrise Mississippi. I at one point <laughs> had like a Dawn category and I was like, I can't come up with a convincing third name
1: here.
3: I, I will <laughs> say that I thought Rising Sun was fake because there's a Rising Sun in Maryland. Um, there you go. Just over the border from Lancaster County, PA. Okay.
1: So Jordan's got three now. All right. Oh, here we
0: go. I'm filling this one, guys. He's got
1: this. He's got it left up. This is no called chance.
0: hubris. I like it.
1: No chance for us to catch up. I'm still shut out. I'm not going to get one right. Scotland or SEC college towns?
0: Scotland. <laughs> I'll take Scotland, please.
2: Scotland. We have Aberdeen, Dundee, Edinburgh, Glasgow, and Gloucester.
1: God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah I, I just realized i, I kept know, finding
2: scottish city. towns i'm sorry I didn't yeah know, no it's good
1: <laughs> i just
3: realized I'm is, like, I is is how really. the pa ones often got out of hand as well i'm gonna oh. get,
0: I'm, I'm gonna guess there's no gloucester mississippi
3: can i have the options again
2: aberdeen dundee edinburgh glasgow and gloucester and i'm pronouncing all of those as best i can to the scottish because most of them i don't know the mississippi
0: pronunciation gotcha
3: <laughs> i'm going to say that there is no glasgow mississippi
0: That just sound weird
3: if it's if there is a real one it's definitely like glasgow right
1: <laughs> i mean i i'm just realizing i don't know shit about mississippi if it's not off the interstate there we go <laughs> <laughs> i'm done like if it's not off of like i-55 or i-10 i'm uh, or maybe like i don't even remember was it was like i-59 or i-49 uh, no, I think it was I-59 to Hattiesburg. 59 so, yeah, goes not, up the east side. So. Yeah, if, if it's not off the interstate, I don't know shit about Mississippi, And it's slowly realizing <laughs> that I, I have no shot here. Uh, so my my confidence is completely shot. I, I'm going to go with Glasgow also.
2: That is correct.
1: Oh, there we go. <laughs> I, am, I am off the schneid.
0: Okay, Kimish, pick your can I pick the category next
2: since yes. he's behind.
1: I'm way behind, folks. But...
2: Let's go with spooky season or Caribbean islands,
1: man. That's a good choice here. Uh, let's go, let's go Caribbean islands Anguilla, Cuba, Grenada.
2: I started pronouncing the Mississippi halfway through there.
0: (laughs) I I don't think there's a Cuba, Mississippi.
3: I don't think there's an Anguilla, Mississippi. What was the other one?
1: Grenada is the third one or Grenada. I'm I'm, I'm confident there's a Grenada, Mississippi. Uh, I, I'm confident that is a real town the cuba mississippi is it, it it's close to the cuban mississippi crisis um <laughs> <laughs> what was the other one
0: anguilla anguilla,
1: anguilla <laughs> which i'm which sure is, is pronounced
2: a- anguilla or yep. something Angillo, absolutely I,
1: okay. all right all right so it's between those other two it's a it's a coin flip Oh, I heard the noise in my head. Oh yeah, um,
0: <laughs> and not and and very poorly mixed in. By the way, last one I I definitely heard it. On the reefy. I was like, wow, that's loud.
1: Oh my god, I I don't think I've ever heard a, a a Cuban Mississippi. I'm gonna go with Cuba.
2: It is Cuba. Cuba is in southern Alabama.
1: There
0: we go. Oh. Cuba, Alabama also sounds stupid. Wait a second, I would even. It's right next door. All right, it's gotta be pronounced uh, Cuba.
1: <laughs> Cubba, Cubba, Alabama. I'm from Cuba. I'm a five star offensive lineman from Cuba, Alabama. I'm going
0: <laughs> to shoot commish, this one again. Like,
2: yeah, Commission serve serve. Uh, let's okay. go Optimism or Ohio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Man, that's a <some> polar opposites <laughs>
2: right there. Just so I intentionally paired those two. I'm God. just scrolling randomly. Optimism
1: but, like, or Ohio. <laughs> I just I'm just imagining Drew Carey saying Ohio, Ohio, Ohio. Ohio, Ohio. Ohio. Just like like the echo at the end of his, his lovely show. Let's go with Ohio since I'm talking Drew Carey. Screw it. I, I'm not an optimist right now. Okay.
2: In Ohio we have Akron, Canton, Cleveland, Columbus, and Toledo. And I again don't know if it's Akron or Akron, but I'm assuming it's Akron. Given I, the Mississippi towns that I do know the pronunciation of.
0: I, I don't think there's a Toledo, Mississippi. Hmm.
3: I don't think there's a Cleveland, Mississippi.
0: That does feel weird. I know
1: there's a Cleveland, Mississippi. Oh, uh, So I'm going to say Akron. Or Akron.
2: Uh, the correct answer is Toledo. I did oh. not think there was an Akron, Mississippi. That was the one that I found like as I was logging on today.
3: <laughs> Congratulations on remembering. Cleveland, Mississippi
2: is... Home of Delta State. That's why. That's why. Yeah. uh, My dad bought a bonsai tree from a guy on the side of the highway driving out of Cleveland, Mississippi, in like 2008.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Was it cursed? Was it made by elves? Like what?
2: (laughs) I don't think it's still in the family, but it is one of my favorite things that I've ever been a part of.
3: I'm imagining a universe where, like, you have the Keebler elves who live in the tree, who then have a bonsai, and even smaller elves who live inside (laughs) that one.
0: (laughs) It's elves all the way down. Recursive elves. Okay, I got category then. Yes. Yes. Yes um
2: jordan's
0: domination this is what i am meant to a do point
1: lead. he's got jordan's got five pit girl and Kamish are tied with two kevin is not on the board i have not, not stumped
2: anyone yet not, <laughs> not stumped
1: anybody <laughs> once okay
2: let's go with mississippi football people or hotel breakfast
0: hotel breakfast
2: hotel breakfast you have Berryville, coffeeville and eggville
0: i don't think coffeeville is real i assume there's a city dedicated to the egg bowl in mississippi so it's called eggville <laughs> Yeah, I think that's where they keep it.
3: I'm going to pick Eggville for that reason.
0: Hmm. Then I mean, Berryville
1: just yeah, it definitely just feels like it's real. Yeah. Even though, mm-hmm. you know. But I'm I'm thinking of those those West Blankenship uh, things off of Twitter like Coffee Town, where he does the, the <laughs> Georgia the Georgia Skits, which love it, love 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 West oh, are uh, fabulous. Like, I, I gotta go I gotta oh man, I gotta go with Coffee, Coffeeville. I, I i'm not confident but you know i, I have been that. to coffeeville mississippi no no uh, yeah.
2: Berryville is the barryville is a real town but it is in northwest arkansas there we go <laughs> so that okay. is my first
0: Kevin's point. on the board why is Kevin that a is J? On the board. why can't i draw a straight line i don't hold know up. can i turn on can i turn on? Where, where's my where's my draw assist hold up there's a draw you need assist.
1: draw assist
0: smoothing you are
1: you are drinking basic. this right weird thing no, that i don't you, like you that
0: hold up not this weighted no stabilizers that's what i need here we go.
1: stabilizer
0: there we go You're drinking
1: this this crazy rye stuff you sent me isn't it mouth. good yeah it's, it's great uh i'm just gonna say this i'm my mouth is getting a little numb which yeah. Is, is, is yeah it, it'll it's, do that
0: it was it was originally you'll be surprised it was originally medicinal
1: <laughs> oh yeah okay
0: it was a tonic so to cure what ails
1: you Is some is something is somebody coming out to take out some wisdom teeth for oh, me yeah. or Something right now? you <laughs> wouldn't feel it my, my mouth is numb. No, that's right. Thank you for the belated Christmas gift.
0: <laughs> also, I got to mention on here. I hope your little baby enjoys the be- the beveled baby onesie.
1: <laughs> the beveled baby onesie. It just says baby on it. It just and says baby. Beveled. And it's beveled. beveled. That's all it is. It's yeah, wonderful. The word baby says bevel. Thank beveled. Thank you to Pit Girl it's
0: and Beth beveled. for giving me that idea. Mostly Beth. <laughs> mostly Beth. Awesome.
1: I am
2: going to give you European capitals. Okay. okay. You have rome policy. berlin dublin and moscow
0: there's no way that isn't moscow moscow and and berlin i guarantee that
3: yeah mo- <laughs> well no moscow like heavy on the cow moscow yeah moscow,
0: moscow
1: mississippi Mosca. moscow <laughs> like, yeah. oh my uh, god
0: dublin moscow and what was the other one
2: rome berlin dublin oh, moscow okay
1: berlin
3: um uh, i'm gonna say berlin's not real
1: i'm gonna go moscow i feel like dublin's real uh <laughs> i had a berlin mississippi could be like berlin that's exactly, berlin yeah. mississippi mm-hmm. berlin and then Moscow, Moscow, mississippi i am just gonna go another direction i'm gonna say rome mississippi is not real uh point to pit girl berlin hey! mississippi does not exist
0: Huh. Well, but, but there's called. probably like a düsseldorf <laughs> and a nuremberg and a munich mississippi and a Oh, okay,
2: there, yeah, actually... there, I, I didn't, there's a Sevastopol, Mississippi,
0: that I didn't find a way to put in here. <laughs> there's no way, okay, there's no way, it's Sevastopol, Mississippi. I don't want to know how many, con how many syllables it has. <laughs> Sevastopol? It's gotta be.
2: Sevastopol would be incredible. Sevastopol,
0: um... Mississippi. Googling. Oh fuck,
3: I love
2: uh, it. it's spelled with a B, not a V if you're Google. Yeah, it.
0: Google
3: corrected it for me. Population okay. two sixty-six.
0: <laughs> My <laughs> God. Um... Fighting Chechnians, not Chechnians, fighting fighting Crimeans. There we go. I'm gonna edit that out. Let's be careful. We're gonna with get that caucus <laughs> we're gonna get caucus Twitter in our mentions. I don't want that shit. No.
2: Okay. All right, uh, Pit Girl. Your categories are colors or numbers.
3: <laughs> colors, please.
2: Colors. We have red level, Ecru, white apple, and gray.
3: <laughs> I just love the idea of a town named Ecru, Mississippi.
2: It has,
0: that has to be real. It um, <laughs> has to be real. That uh, has to be real.
3: What color is that? Red. Le- it's like <laughs> off white.
0: Yeah, ecru is like uh, wall color. It, yeah shell. it's like
2: yeah, yeah. eggshell okay hope <laughs> yeah. okay any of those oh,
3: yeah. varieties of not quite tan so red, it was
2: red label red level, red level. it's not
3: Johnny like walker
2: a uh, le- okay
3: red level white apple ecru and gray correct yes um i'm gonna say white apple's not real i'm
1: gonna say red level isn't real I got no shot here. So, uh, my, my, my outlook is bleak. So I'm going with gray. Uh, red level is in South central
0: Alabama.
2: So there we go. Jordan. See,
0: oh man, I know my Alabama stuff too.
2: That's- Jordan, you get Catholicism or the Georgia bulldogs.
0: Okay. Oh, c- Catholicism. <laughs> Catholicism.
2: Catholicism. We have Bishop Creek or Bishop Crick. Friar's Point, Pope, and Trinity.
3: (laughs) Pope, Mississippi. I love this. I love this so
0: much. (laughs) I'm gonna choose the Friar one being fake.
3: I'm going to say the Bishop one is fake.
0: Uh, I'm gonna go with Trinity.
2: Uh, Bishop Creek does not exist. Friar's Point is on the Mississippi River up near Arkansas believe trinity is also in the delta but farther south i do not remember where i found that there is pope i need to google it Pope, mississippi
0: do they and do they have a high school of a mascot (laughs) the most important thing
2: uh pope mississippi is on 55 just south of batesville
0: Uh, village of
3: pope is served between batesville and grenada
0: actually I'm guessing South Panola High School does not have a cool mascot. Uh,
3: Googling.
0: They do I not. The Lame, tigers? Don't. Lame. Yeah.
2: No, they Lame. they were in my district, I can tell you they did you not. Don't have, have the Fighting Popes. Come especially on. exciting.
0: <laughs> the Pope Fighting Popes. Okay.
2: Uh, pit girl, you get West Virginia or Mississippi football people.
3: I'm going to take West Virginia.
2: You get Morgantown, Fayetteville, and Charleston.
3: All plausible.
2: Yeah,
0: Morgantown, is Charleston, Mississippi.
3: Yeah, I'm, um, I'm gonna
1: say I'm gonna say Charleston.
3: I feel like there are already too many Fayettevilles.
0: I'm gonna there's agree. With, I'm gonna agree with Pickgirl. It's Fayetteville's the fake. Fayetteville
2: is the fake. There's a Fayette Mississippi, but there's not a Fayetteville.
0: Okay. <laughs> uh, so we're at seven for Jordan, five for Pit girl two for Commission, and one for Kevin.
1: I am. I am done. <laughs> I've I've packed it up. I I am in the blowout. I am the I am the Florida State. That's why guy. I lick,
0: that's why I liquored you up first. That's right. I am the Florida State
1: guy. Reading the book in that Clemson game right now.
3: (laughs) Um
2: Pit Girl or Jordan?
0: Jordan, you can pick.
2: Okay. Jordan. Okay, Jordan. Adjectives or innuendo? Innuendo. (laughs) Okay, innuendo. We have cockrum, handy corner, horn lake, (laughs) and (laughs) nutbush.
3: Did we check to see if Hot Nuts, Mississippi exists?
0: Is that Handy Corner or Handy Lake? No, handy no, Corner and Horn Lake. Handy <laughs> Corner and Horn Lake. Okay, because Handy <laughs> Lake, thats that that doesn't make any sense. Handy
3: <laughs> Corner sounds handy like what to happened next to the vending machine next to the high school band room when uh-huh. I was in high school. Yep, and that's, so you that's, hand, that's
0: Handy Corner, all right. Yeah. Next to Nutbush. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say... They go together. I'm going to
1: say that they go
0: together. I'm going to say that <laughs> Handy... I, I need Handy Corner to be real, so the fake one is Cockrum.
3: There were four options. What was the other one? Well, Cockrum, Lake,
2: Handy Corner, Horn Lake, and Nutbush.
3: I'm going to say Horn Lake is the fake. I need Nutbush to be real.
1: <laughs> like emotionally, you need this in your life. I do. Yeah, let's, let's just go with Nutbush just to say that out loud.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's good. Go with uh is correct. Nutbush is in <laughs> <laughs> Northwest Tennessee
0: oh <laughs> Nutbush, tennessee instead okay real, yeah corner and
2: horn lake are both suburbs of memphis <laughs> and i don't remember where
0: cochram is i can't i can't get Nutbush into the same syllables as rocky top and it's annoying me give me time i'll figure it out
1: good old nutty bush,
2: <laughs> <Yeah, huh? laughs> bush cochram is also not
1: too far south of memphis <laughs> 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 nutty bush well, I think that's our that's our, our podcast title.
0: Oh yeah, no, we will we'll, oh yeah. Always, these are always good for that. Yeah. So,
1: <laughs> all right, Kamish.
2: Um, oh, I got one
0: right. I forgot. Yeah you did.
2: Yes.
1: I didn't I didn't know I could do that. <laughs> was against the Bulls. Like, yeah, I was gonna say Yeah, Georgia I don't
2: Bulldogs
1: know. Okay. or directions. Let's go with Georgia Bulldogs.
2: Let's Georgia Bulldogs. You get Bobo. Kirby, New Augusta, and Stetson.
3: <laughs> Bobo Mississippi. runs up to Bobo, Mississippi, nails a sign over top of the "Welcome to Bobo" sign that just says "Run the dang ball,
1: Bobo, <laughs> run the dang ball, Bobo, run, run the dang ball, Bobo, Mississippi." <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I, I think I don't think Kirby, Mississippi, exists. <laughs> That just sounds too weird. I don't know why.
1: I want Bobo to be real. I I, I don't care. I want Bobo to be real. Yeah. I feel like Stetson is real. Kirby feels real. And the third, the one that didn't stick out in my head, I don't think that's real. New Whatever that one.
2: New Augusta. New Augusta.
1: I, I don't think that's, New Augusta does not feel real, but it, it could be, but I'm going with New Augusta. I'm going to say Stetson's not real. Pit girl is correct.
3: Oh, no!
2: Kirby, Mississippi is absolutely a real place. damn.
3: Kirby, Mississippi is a real place that's pink and will occasionally suck in other towns and then put them back out and have their powers, obviously.
2: I was playing Kirby, Mississippi and Bobo, Mississippi within like 30 seconds of each other, like last Saturday, (laughs) and I just knew I needed to make this category work. I had it just in here as Kirby, Bobo, and Muschamp, and I'm like, I don't care if everybody gets this right. I just want to read them off. <laughs> and then I found things that fit it better.
0: I was um, playing. I was playing Kirby on Switch on like the SNES or the NES like emulator thing, and my kid goes, "What is that pink thing doing? <laughs> Why is he so hungry?" Spooky season
2: or Shakespeare. Spooky season. Spooky season. We have. Pumpkinville,
0: Gravestown and haint. <laughs> like, okay. Hate? I gar—I gu- guarantee you there's a haint, Mississippi. I, I almost I hate guarantee
3: it. Real. Uh...
0: Haint, Like
1: H A I N T. Yeah, the haint. Yes.
3: <laughs> as much as I spiritually need haint to be real, I'm going to choose haint as the town that does not exist. It's too perfect. It's too beautiful to live.
0: No, no. Pumpkinville isn't real. I don't grow Pumpkins in Mississippi. Huh. I don't know where they grow pumpkins, actually. Okay, it was, it's, it's, really?
1: probably, it's, it's, it's probably called Pumpkinville. What was the other one? It was like Grave something?
2: Gravestown.
1: <laughs> oh, that's like depressing. That feels like it fits Mississippi, though. That's
2: Man. some strong
0: Mississippi hate there. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: No, but I mean, like, Batesville Coffin Company is one of the largest yeah, I mean, coffin manufacturers like, in the there's, U.S.
1: <laughs> there's, some, there's some depressing stuff in, in Mississippi, uh, but like, not... Again, not trying to, like, shade Mississippi because I'm doing horribly here. Oh, and I feel like Gravestown is probably real. Um, I, I'm going to say Hank t- is not real either.
2: That's correct. I wish oh, it was. Oh, but... come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, pick, a, pick, like, one or two more.
1: Okay, let's see. Best of the best that's left here. Oh, well, I've, I've been mathematically eliminated. All right. That was a long <laughs> time ago.
0: I was gonna, I was gonna dock you however many points you need to be eliminated anyways, like I said. So don't worry, you were never I, in this I game was, to begin I with. I was
1: gonna lose anyway. Yeah, um, there was no way for you to win this edited. game. This has been edited. This has been edited. I promise you, I got more right. Uh-huh, sure. no. <laughs> I did not. I did horrible.
0: I'm gonna chop. Uh, it was, I'm, I'm gonna chop and screw your words to make sure that every like I got them all wrong. <laughs> I've got literally hundreds of hours of your voice. I can chop and screw you to say whatever I want you to say at this point.
1: This is not this is definitely not good. And you have my phone number too. You call my wife. The, the, gang,
3: <laughs> the gang does the like Joe Biden AI thing, mm-hmm. but to commission. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, as soon as like question two came, I was like, I don't know shit if it's not off the interstate. And (laughs) oh my oh my god, there is a lot of shit in Mississippi that's not off the interstate. Also also
0: also good episode title might be I don't know shit if it ain't off the interstate. I
1: like that. (laughs) I don't know shit if it ain't off the interstate. That sounds like a great (laughs) country (laughs) song.
2: Let's do fun things to say to wrap this up. We have oh yeah, sorry bogue Chitto, itchituckney, issaquina. Nida Yuma and Splunge. <laughs>
0: hey, you said fun things to say, and Splunge has an awful mouthfeel.
2: That <laughs> sounded, sounded really fun to me. It, was, it started as fun things to say, and then I found splunge and just turned into a weird words category there, and didn't bother to retitle the of category.
3: sure in the innuendo category. <laughs> at least those belong in the innuendo it sounds category. like
1: like, i always feel like a really bad like attempt of of pepsi trying to create like a a sprite knockoff
0: <laughs>
1: take I... the plunge
0: with splunge. I, w-
3: I was splunge thinking like... like a word you would find in a really really poorly written fan fiction let me tell you what yeah
0: i w- i was thinking like man after i splunge i get all squatchy it's weird <laughs> There's There's the I, gotta take a, I gotta take a shower after i sponge because i get all squatchy otherwise <laughs> oh my God. Uh, what were the options that were not splunge i'm sorry <laughs> sorry yeah sorry yeah splunge through me yeah
2: bogue chitto itchituckney isaquina and nitayuma
3: Bogue Chido sounds like a side character, like an obscure Star Wars side character. Oh, it, it's Thank absolutely
2: a made-up George you. Lucas name.
0: Thank you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> to be fair, so is Nita Yuma, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to go with the second thing you said. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that was. Ichitukne? Ichitukne.
3: Yeah, do I'm going to say that the Star Wars character is fake, by the way.
1: Yeah, i Chido. I'm gonna go with Bogue Chitto because I believe that's in Louisiana.
2: Well, uh I think Jordan just secured his win because Itchituckney Ooh. is a spring in Central Florida.
0: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> or like Yay! North Central Florida. It's just south of Gainesville.
0: I win a game! <laughs> Kevin, thank you for taking us through Mississippi. I did not know that <laughs> I knew that there were some fun things in there, but holy crap. Uh final score is Jordan eight, pick Girls seven commish four kevin one so we'll have overall leaderboards i guess as we go along too since we're <laughs> gonna
3: do this. please to inform you also that splunge's wikipedia page is a stub and it does not provide any like context for the place name at all hey guys <laughs> i'm, gonna google, Ur- I'm gonna google
0: urban dictionary splunge and see what happens real fast do
3: not do that <laughs> you are going to find awful things
0: Oh my God, there's a bogue Louisiana,
1: and a bogue Mississippi, and a bogue Alabama.
3: How is that even spelled? I have no concept of how to spell that.
1: It's it's B O G U E. -E. (laughs) What the fuck, man? There's three of them. I just (laughs) thought there was one. Oh my God. I was like, that's a town in Louisiana. I know that one. But it's also in Mississippi, it's also in Alabama i this found the cool.
2: louisiana one first when i was scrolling around <laughs> just like looking for inspiration and then i found the mississippi one and was like okay i can throw this into this weird category
0: oh my god oh, yeah right splunge is a monty python word never mind splunge is a monty python sketch but not one of the funny ones
3: Bog chitto is named after the Bog chitto river which is from choctaw meaning big river today we learned
0: well guys are you ready to learn about something else yeah let's do it let's take the splunge 39 part series the recurring series the best season of all time for teams who are below 500 all time b-s-o-a-t-f-t-w-a-b-500-a-t
3: it's time to
0: go to temple football said no one ever let's do it so temple has never had an undefeated season so i didn't have some choices there were a couple the 1927 temple owls won every game except a loss at dartmouth so i immediately was like i like this season this works for me but i ended up going with the 45 temple owls and i want you when we're talking about this this was this was started in september of 45 okay i want you to think about what happened in the summer of 45 in the world world war ii is coming to an end we are ending the war in the pacific and then temple university rattles off this season so when i read newspaper articles from the temple news from this time period i want you to remember what had just happened in the world and they're talking about this okay this is all contextual first off their coach let's talk about roy morrison roy morrison is a handsome lad i'm gonna drop a picture in the discord for you guys not like buff dad roy (laughs) chipolina
2: Roy Morrison is a handsome lad. Jordan's dropping lad. all the handsome lads today.
3: <laughs> this is the oh most God. turtleneck-y turtleneck turtleneck i have ever seen. It ever. is. I mean, this
1: this and turtleneck camps. is like, it's like below his, it's almost below his lips. It's like it's almost <laughs> over his chin. This turtleneck is intense.
3: He Yeah, he either has a very, very square chin or the turtleneck is actually over his chin a little bit. Unclear.
0: Roy Morrison is actually a Vanderbilt man. He played football at Vanderbilt from 08 to 11. 1908 to 1911 the quarterback there was also catcher and outfielder for the baseball team he was famous at vanderbilt for his playing prowess he q beat vandy to an 8-0-1 season with just a tie against yale that should tell you all you need to know about how good he was at football 1910 yale was nothing to fuck with and vandy has always been someone to fuck with
1: so, so you telling me this guy is a part of the vaunted Vandy offense? Yes, he's yes. the
0: originator of the, the vaunted originator Vandy
1: offense. Of the it vaunted Vandy. From
0: from something called the I believe the newspaper at Vanderbilt's called the Vanderbilt Hustler or the Vanderbilt.
1: Anchor of gold is not going to like this.
0: No, uh, headline: Great quarterback makes sensational seventy-five yard run for touchdown early in the first period of the Vanderbilt Mississippi game this afternoon. Roy, Marison, Roy Morrison. Well, got Ray Morrison. Erswile, all southern half, pres- present all southern quarter, an all time swine skin artist extraordinaire, pulled off the most sensational play of the season. Catching the oval on his own 35 yard line, he shot like a demon into the broken field with marvelous speed, sidestepping, straight arming, dodging, squeezing, and most everything else possible on the gridiron. Ran through the whole Mississippi team for a 75 yard touchdown. The only one against the commodores were able to score against the strong delegation from old miss Woo. he was well known he was also the quarterback of one of the greatest Vandy wins of all time where they defeated georgia 17-0 in 1911. this dude was well known for being a football powerhouse also on that team was a man by the name of frog metzger
1: you always seem to find the guys with frog in their name i do and well, I, I mean, it's only the second time, but we'll give you credit for it. I'm going
0: to drop a picture of Frog, again, who was a Vandy man as well. Frog looks like a frog. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> yeah.
3: He really, really does.
2: Frog looks like the Appalachian FC <laughs> logo <laughs> a little bit. <laughs>
3: yep.
0: My God. So this happened. He was very well-known at Vandy. And then he won he goes Bachelor on
3: to- of Ugliness in 1912.
0: There we go. We're for back to this you. again. God. It's just circles of Vanderbilt football. The fuck <laughs> is going on with me? Uh, he was SMU's first head coach. He coached the SMU Parsons as they were known for their first two years <laughs> until they switched to being the Mustangs. He came back to Vandy for one year and then, uh, fucked off to world war one for a bit, then came back to SMU again for another decade. Went to vandy for another decade and then ended up at temple in the 40s so by this point he'd been very successful vandy wasn't like a great stop for him but it was still like very well also if you want to bet also was vandy basketball coach also was vandy's baseball coach was not an athletic director oh didn't,
1: didn't get the didn't get four for four there. He was, uh, he was, the he was
0: development and public relations director at SMU for 11 years. He finished, by the way, at Austin College in Sherman, Texas. D3 Kangaroos. So there you go. He went to Temple. And Temple at this point, guys, I'm going to tell you something you know not I to believe. Temple hasn't had a very good football team. <laughs> Temple no. for a while was not, was not doing great. Uh, Temple seasons hmm. were pretty bad before then. But then in the 40s, things got better. When Ray Morrison first showed up, it was, they were 4 4 and 1. And then they went 7 and 2 in 41, which is probably their best season till then. In 41, they, were, they ended up ranked 13th at one point, but then lost at, Boston, lost at Boston College. They also lost to Michigan State, so they dropped out of the rankings. But it was a good year. And then a couple of middling years until we get to 1945. 1945, Temple Owls. Forty-five Temple Owls beat at home beat Syracuse seven to six, NYU fifty-nine to zero, Bucknell 64 to zero, West Virginia twenty-eight to twelve, at Pitt one six zero, won cool. their homecoming game against Lafayette twenty to zero, had the one Olympics. loss at Penn State zero to twenty-seven, and then beat number ten and Orange Bowl participant Holy Cross fourteen to six to close the season out. So this was, they even though they didn't beat Penn State, this was really like their big thing. This my, the this Holy Cross team was very good, obviously by the record, and they ended up losing the Orange Bowl to an ancient Miami team who was 9-1-1 with just a loss to Florida. Ooh. Temple this season, ranked second in the country in defensive yards per game, 125, ranked 14th in the company, country in rushing offense, had over 223 rushing yards per game, Rushing defense was only allowing 65 rushing yards per game. This team was absolutely on point. I'm first going to you, show you guys some pictures of the men on this team because there are some action shots here that we got to talk about first. <laughs> Morrison's starting lineup in action. It's a three-parter picture, so give me a moment to get all three parts in there.
1: Okay, while you, while, while you get a moment there, I just want to say that they lost to Penn State at Penn State, and it was at the New Beaver Field. Mm-hmm.
3: Yes, well, I, also, <laughs> <off>. <laughs> I also want to highlight just because I know it it will irritate a certain ki- kind of Penn State fan that there is a little parenthetical specifying that that game is a rivalry. Yes,
0: it, is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, just it is. Am. So in the oh, discord, my. I have dropped some pictures of the men on this team. If you look carefully at the right half back jeans, Zawowski. He oh, has was, a face on him.
1: I uh, no. I that's who I went to immediately. That is I a man. That is a <laughs> wait. No. Okay. That is a dude. I want to know like what the photographer told him to do <laughs> to take no. this picture, because he's a he's a right halfback from what I can see. Yep. He's just making a giant like O face <laughs> as he's attempting to throw the ball
0: so i'm going to show you a picture of um, he looks like
1: he's winding
2: up for a like a tennis serve or something i I, I don't know
1: but this is definitely not a throwing motion i don't know what's going on there
0: another picture of this team includes their david and goliath 165 pound phil Slosberg, and 240 pound mike Jarmolik together one of those dudes looks like he had was not given enough to eat by ebenezer scrooge Jeez. And the other dude, looked like he got all the food. My God. 5-8 versus 6-5. Yeah.
1: It's like yeah. one of those pictures of like Aaron Judge next to Jose Altuve.
0: Yes. <laughs> so I'm going to take you through the season a little bit, and then we'll talk about the freshman thing I want to talk about, because it's weird. The first game was seven to six, seven to six against Syracuse. And after that happened, the student body was chided in the newspaper an editorial, quote, we let them down. We're warning you right now. This is coming straight from the shoulder. We'd like to know if Temple students really have a little school spirit as the so-called cheering at the first game would indicate. Can it be we are ashamed of our university? Probably. It must be something like that. Nothing else could make us so sickeningly half-hearted with our cheers. <laughs> so the last, the last two lines of this editorial are, we let them down. There's no missing words face facts or facts. What are you going to do about it?
1: Oh, man, it's better than the Tebow thing. I'm just gonna say that
0: the next week, the Owls destroy NYU. And this was the battle of the T's because Temple was known for running the T formation, which if you don't know, is like the old like the the proto I basically everyone on the line except for a quarterback and two, we'll call them backs next to him. And that's what they ran. Apparently, NYU had canceled their football program for a while and were just coming back. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, it didn't go so well. Boy, did Temple welcome them back. They did. Then the Owls routed the Bison 64-0 to for third victory. I found a trophy for this game. The old shoe trophy. Got a picture for you guys. Apparently, Temple and Bucknell actually played a couple years ago and they found a replica of the trophy, but did not play for it. Oh! But this is a game that was played consistently all the way through to like the 70s.
1: I'm, I'm just gonna say this paper is amazing, honestly. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just really, because like Temple's based in like Philly, which I, I feel like they had pretty good record keeping, I would say 1945, unlike the normal normalites,
0: which didn't have anything. <laughs> Or the FAU paper I found, which I had to—I was taking using pictures out of there. I had to trim a bunch because most of it was just women in bikinis. And this is from the sixties. It was like this is Miss Sunshine September. I mean, September. Yeah. Thanks, thanks was... Boca.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, do we really think the paper in Boca right now doesn't look like that? Like, right.
0: <laughs> so, so then we have the game against West Virginia. And Temple was supposed to beat West Virginia pretty soundly, and they only won 28-18. I will read you a little bit from a man we're going to come to know and love, Sylvan Kling, who is the sports editor in the, of the 45 Temple newspaper. Headline, Overconfidence Hurts Owls. A little bit of knowledge is supposed to be a dangerous thing, but a little a bit of overoptimism is even more dangerous. After humbling NYU 59-0 and Bucknell 64-0, it would appear that Temple would waltz right through West Virginia, so said the forecasters, so said Temple Rooters, and so said the football public. Apparently, even the football team believed it. Here was another runaway. Overconfidence breeds fumbles and touchdowns. Sorry, breeds fumbles and fumbles don't breed touchdowns. Overconfidence causes shoddy play while ragged blocking and tackling isn't going to prevent the opposition from making gains. Such was the case on Friday night. A Mountaineer team coached to hit hard and high forced breaks. Six times the ball squirmed out of the possession of Temple backs into the waiting arms of West Virginians. Six fumbles. Six times we lost the ball. Each time in their territory. Oh no! Oh, my god. oh no! Poor ball handling. The only the only nice part. The Temple punting was good. <laughs> <laughs> their quarterback got away some beauties.
1: Oh my god! And they still won the game, twenty-eight to twelve, and they yeah
2: they won this sucks. game by sixteen. Yep. <laughs>
0: The ball handling was miserable. After praising the Owl T-Formation and and its accompanying ledger main, Metropolitan Sportswriters found themselves eating their own words and not happily. Were they looking at the same team that was able to fool even officials in the past weeks? From any spot on the field, it was obvious who had the ball and who was going to get it on the reverse. Man, this is
1: just, my He's God. is
0: brutal. And according to reports, Temple was drilling on pass plays all week. Something must have gone wrong. The pass attack collapsed and buckled. Jack Burns overshot his passes, and the ends let slip through their fingers.
1: Let me let me get into the right mindset. This is a Philly guy giving Temple a lot of shit. Okay, so so yeah, so you're yes. now in the
0: right mindset. Yes, there we this go. is Philly All sports right. writer. Yeah, exactly. guys. Yes.
1: Philly sports writer. I can imagine on the radios, Temple sports talk radio, 1945, just just lacing into, uh, you this know, this garbage four-no no
0: team. Mr. Broads. Ray
1: or- Mr. Ray Orbison. I'm sorry. No, that Morris. Close enough.
0: Roy fra- Orbison. Sorry, this in my fraud team. <laughs> it's in my bad. So <laughs> yeah, <sighs> so they slip slightly, and everyone's like, "No, nah, they're shit." Then they go yeah, to right. win, then they go to Penn and win 6-0. So they win both halves of the backyard brawl. Is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's another reason why I thought this was a good season. This is when sort of like people started feeling like the team was gonna go well, and. They beat Lafayette, which they should win, and then they head to Penn State. Parch. And this is this is when the thing comes ac- comes across.
1: Oh my God! I can't wait to hear this article.
0: Lions, uh, uh, lions hand. Oh, I missed the headline. Oh, lions break. St- uh, oh God, words. Lions,
1: lions break
0: Temple bowl bid hopes crushed. Same man, our Sylvan Kling. Temple's hapless Owls tumbled out of the ranks of the undefeated Saturday when a determined Penn State team mauled the cherry and white for four quarters while scoring in the first, second, and third. It was stayed all the way with the weather as dark and dreary as the Owls' outlook. Picked by experts to eke out a close victory, the Lions refused to permit Temple's passers to make headway. Midway through the first quarter, wingback Larry Cooney intercepted a pass by Jack Burns on the state 35-yard line and returned it 40 yards to the visitors' 40-yard line. State scores twice in the second quarter. It's just a lot of that. He was not very happy. Garbage team, one loss. Garbage. They go away from home. Fake team. But then Sylvan Kling either had the shit kicked out of him or someone talked to him because I went I went to read the game from the before the Holy Cross game, which they thought they were going to lose. This Holy Cross was ranked. Sylvan Kling writes an article called "It's Still a Good Season." <laughs> <laughs>
3: Sylvan Kling going through the five stages of grief. This is exactly exactly what this is.
0: This man is going through the five stages of grief. Strange as it seems we are down near the bottom of the list of football opponents from 1945 and here we are wailing because we lost a game. You, Sylvan Kling, were wailing because you lost a game. Okay? Before the season was a game old, the prognosticators gave Temple the benefit of the doubt. The Owls will do better than last year. That's because they couldn't do worse. We were willing to settle for a 500 season. We even had Our wins picked out. We had our defeats picked out. Four and four seemed like a happy medium. And then we won six great games and there was rumors of an Orange Bowl or a Cotton Bowl. Sure, State was tough, but so were we, said Grantland Rice. This is one of the best games of the day with two of the the country's top teams battling. It's a toss-up, though State is stronger. Associated Press said that State is a toss-up, with State was stronger. And then the last thing is six and one isn't bad, six and two isn't bad. Although we prefer seven and one. They won that game against Holy Cross, which was a huge upset against number 10. And they didn't go to a ball. Temple did. And that's the season. Now, my slight little side track on this, and you're gonna have to forgive me on this one, guys. Because when I started reading through these newspapers, because always, when I was trying to find things, I'd go to like this first September issue, mm-hmm. and I start skimming. Because usually these were weekly back in the day. And then I saw a headline that said this. Freshman Regulations Listed by Vigilante Committee. Okay. The beginning of the new school term comes with the issuance of Freshman Regulations by the Vigilante's Committee. The following rules must be observed by all incoming freshmen. This was on the front page of the newspaper, by the way. Like column one, top left. Dinks and buttons are to be worn at all times, at school and at football games. Dinks are like little beanies. Okay. Freshmen are not allowed to use the grill from 12 to 2 during the week of October 1st. All freshmen girls must go without makeup and must wear their hair in pigtails on Mondays, October 1st and 8th. All freshmen boys must part their hair in the middle and wear their dinks on the back of their head on those two days. All freshmen girls must carry matches and all frosh boys must carry bobby pins and buttons must not be worn on dinks. These regulations will be strictly enforced by the vigilantes easily identified by their yellow tags. All upperclassmen, have the privilege of reporting any violations to vigilantes who will try to try the offenders before the freshman court. Pete Scuderi, a character we're going to learn about, class of 48, chairman of vigilantes ex- expressed his hope that all freshmen will understand that the reason for these regulations is to increase school spirit. Freshmen are advised sure. to watch the Temple News for further news about regulations. So I'm like, well, I got to read more about this.
1: I mean, seriously, you cannot be a Temple
0: Owls fan if you have buttons on your dink. No, you don't. <laughs> also, also, buttons on your dink might be a good title, too, for this episode, too. <laughs> buttons on your dink. <laughs> Next week. What the hell is a dink? It's a hat? Let me, let me send you a picture of what a dink is. What the
1: fuck? Oh. Jesus Christ, man. You gotta wear a dink?
0: Yeah, a lot, like of, co- to, a lot of colleges have this. You can't go to class,
1: this. Without, this go to class
0: without wearing
3: a hat? This just reminds me of the one frat at Pitt that like made all the freshmen wear, freshmen wear baseball caps, and one of the there you go.
0: That's a that's a dink.
3: One of the finest you... moments of being oh a Pitt fan, I will say, is having been a student was standing in line waiting for the bus back to campus after the night game against Notre Dame freshman year and somebody stole one of that frats pledges hats and just like ran away with it and it was one of the funniest things i've ever seen
0: the next week freshman rule regulations affected today new rules added added on the list is that if the upperclassmen command of button frosh the freshman must place his hand over the button on his chest and give a loud beat in YU. the shout will vary with the names of our future football opponent pete scuderi again our main character here, chairman of the vigilante, says it's all upperclassmen of the authority to heckle the frosh. If the frosh are uncooperative or if they refuse to carry out commands, upperclassmen should report them to members of the vigilante committee. <laughs> I told my wife about this. She goes, It sounds like hazing. Yes. And I said, No, they clarified this. Next paragraph The long standing name hazing attached to the semi annual frosh upperclassmen wrangling has been changed to heckling. Quote. Because parents object to hazing and their past experience, Scuderi says, "Miss Margaret L. Osgood, didn't have students, has requested that we change the name. It's totally not hazing, guys. It's not hazing, it's heckling. Change the name,
2: not not the behavior. Mm -hmm.
0: So then, Pete Scuderi, again, our, our main character, announced the next week that freshmen may buy food at the grill, but they must not eat there. Also, Scuderi said freshmen should not be annoyed by upperclassmen asking for their dues card.
1: Okay, I'm looking at this Dink hat. Yeah. Like this, yeah, this is, Yeah, man, I, no, man, I, I could not wear that hat.
0: I don't, I don't care what you hear this. Look at that hat. They added some rules the next week and they also started having courts every week to try freshmen who were not found in, in compliance. They added a few things. There was still the girls must go with their, then girls must go with their hair parted in the middle in pigtails and just go without makeup. Boys oh. must wear their hair in the middle and with their pants rolled up two rolls. Rashman why why only would the boys
1: and... have to wear the hair in the middle, but they gotta wear a dink at the same time? I don't know. Fuck.
0: Is this is fake. No freshmen will be allowed on Watt Street between Burke Street and Montgomery Avenue. Freshmen must use the back door of Mitten Hall. Bobby pins, matches, that usual stuff. Violators are brought to freshman court, held next Tuesday at one o'clock. Vigilantes mar freshman prospects for good weekend. Unsuspecting freshmen rushed out of the university building Friday afternoon, joyously contemplating a present weekend. But the joy of the unfortunate ones who passed through during H hour was short lived, for lying in wait at them at every exit were the vigilantes. It was a surprise raid to catch negligent freshmen who were laid in a secret meeting of the committee on the preceding afternoon. No loopholes were left for the wary ones to slip through. Just before 1 p.m., they took their positions, opened their notebooks, and sharpened their pencils. And they basically caught everyone coming out with things that weren't right. Uh, this keeps going for a bit. I'm going to skip some of the more specific things they ask you to do. I will go to some punishments. Uh, the freshman court declared Eleanor Kimmel, Carolyn Cook, and Dora Gumbora were found guilty of not wearing dinks or buttons as a penalty. Miss Kimmel must spend an hour cleaning the Mitten Hall windows, go for a week without makeup, and wear a paper bag on her head. <laughs> Carolyn <laughs> Cook was sentenced to clear the tables in the grill Monday to two, Monday at 1 2 p.m., and Dora Gumbora was ordered to make a large red teed for use of the West Virginia games. <laughs> Dot O'Kelly and Margaret Klein must clean windows at two o'clock in punishment. Norman McKinney will wear two large signs reading, I am silly and I love the vigilantes.
3: <laughs> Therese Byrnes
0: must carry her books in a bucket all week.
3: So actually it's a book bucket. It's not a book sack.
0: It, it's, 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 and, and because it's the, part fresh, part the freshmen <laughs> won the it's tug part. of war homecoming weekend, they were allowed to stop early, yeah. a week early, these things. From that thing, from the freshman tug of war post dinner, a picnic supper was served at 6 p.m. outside the girls' dorms. A masked cigarette girl distributed cigarettes and matches. I don't even know what that means or why she was masked.
1: Was that the one with the bag on her head? Must have been. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the, like, does she have to go to class with a bag on her
0: head? Yep. <laughs> uh, so, apparently, after that happened, there was a little... In, in the Temple newspaper, there was a little, like, commentary... Like, little quips and quotes about Temple life. Things are tough here since the freshman regulations have been abolished. Last week, we called out buttons, frosh. And what did we get back? But beat your head against a wall. So the freshmen <laughs> started coming back. Now, I told you about Pete Scuderi, who was in charge of all this stuff. I want to give you guys a single guess because I looked him up as to what career he went into. What career did Pete Scuderi go into?
3: He was a like long running PA state house rep from Philly, wasn't he? I was going to say local
1: government. <laughs> I, I'm, I, yeah, I, I'm, I can see him being like a judge or something, and just being incredibly harsh.
0: He's a federal. He was the, a federal judge.
1: Yeah, I, I just knew it. It was like <laughs> it just felt he was extremely judgy. <laughs> just like follow the rules. We will make you wear a bag on your head.
3: Well, it, you, it's that, but it's also kind of the same energy as the end of of Animal House, where they're doing the montage about how where everybody ends up, and Pluto ends up being a senator
0: hmm yeah it's that yep. so, so thank you guys for letting me talk about the 45 temple owls and then going down a side tangent of what temples hazy looked like in 45 again 1945 what had just happened and now the front page of the temple newspaper is hey fucking freshman wear your goddamn hats <laughs> philly's great i love philly jesus christ Anyways, no that's birds. that's all that's all I got. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord, for old school newspapers who have shit like this. Jesus, man, it's so good, right? You're just you're sitting there going like, "Holy shit, this this happened."
1: Like this, I this poor
0: girl had to wear a bag, a on, bag her head. on her
1: head and no makeup. But I mean, at least she had the bag on her head. And without the makeup, I guess Everyone I guess,
0: yeah. had and and every girl in pigtails and every boy with a part down the middle.
1: <laughs> While wearing this weird dink hat, which is. Wait, can we make Dinks for us? Oh, God. I'm not wearing that hat already. I'm I am
0: just, not oh, wearing Dinks. Oh, I'm not a hat a,
2: person to begin with. Who is in a
0: frater- <laughs> as someone who, is a fr- who was in a fraternity, who did have to wear things to class, who did have to, like, go through processes like this, I kind of want to see all of y'all in Dinks now. I'm going to see no. if I can find a place to make them for me. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Pour one out for Cowbucker.
0: Oh, yeah. Damn, that'd be so good. God. I'll find dinks. someone to make me dinks for everyone. Well, dinks. I think it's all we got for tonight. <laughs> uh, we will record on Sunday, which will be during the final four, or is that on? Or are the final four games on Saturday? Final
1: four is on Saturday, but we may be during the the women's final four. I think. Oh, that is true. That could be the women's championship. I think. No,
0: we'll figure think that, that out, and then I'm we'll Friday. also, and then we'll record on Tuesday after Friday, Sunday. Yeah. big championship as well so we'll be doing that anything else for the good of the order ladies and gentlemen
1: no i think we should you know take the splunge and end the podcast here (laughs)